You're listening to the No Collar Podcast, where we talk about dreams that stress our parents out. Mama, yo, way. Yes, uh, you joined. Uh, well, I'm joining the podcast here. I'm Trevor, and you joined. Uh, oh, wow, wow! <laughs> As you can tell, this is only our our second, third episode. So our uh, second, third. Yeah, second, third. Whatever. I can't count either. Good job. Forget it. <laughs> well, I'll Doing introduce great. myself. Then I am your second host, Nella, the Brown Kim Possible, and we have the amazing. Nico Chang. Yes. Hey guys, did I call you Opio in the? Oh, so we've done this like four times. So like, did I? I called you. Op- <laughs> the whole African name thing is really confusing. Yeah. Like your your parents, your father has a last name, but that's like their dad's last name, or they can't take their dad's. So then mm. you have another one. It's yeah. so what, confusing. What's your real day? What is your real? My name? legal last name is Ochiang. So who's Opio? My dad. What? <laughs> it makes no sense. Don't ask any questions. It really doesn't oh make any God. sense. Like, my dad's last name is Ogalo. Uh. But we're Juma. Hmm. And it's really confusing to me. So we're in the same boat then. Yeah. I mean, to the point where we're just like, oh, every, we're just Juma. Mm. So, like, I always get confused when they're like, oh, if you had a different yeah. last name on like, documents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we did. My mom's like, no, we don't. And I'm like, I could have <laughs> sworn my dad's last name was right. Ogalo. But they're like, we're Jumas. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm. The Juma sisters sound cuter anyway. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, anyways, so uh, we're here to learn about Nick's life a little bit and find out, you know, how we got to be who he is. So yes. Let's start it off. So, Nick, <laughs> uh, give us a little little short into into who you are and what you do. Well, um, I'm 25. I'm a student. I go to Cal State San Bernardino. Woo woo. The wolves. Uh, yeah, you already. The know. coyotes. Uh, coyotes. <laughs> so sorry, I did wow. not go there. Disrespect. Disrespect. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're the same family, you know, oh. the dogs, the canines, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But um, oh. yeah, I'm over there studying cybersecurity. But I guess the reason why I'm on the show, or yeah. why we started the show, is to figure out stuff uh, regarding dreams and such. Yeah. Mm. So what are you doing, like now? Like, right now, currently, as I am also a student, yes, I have a job working on cars okay. of the vintage era. What's so that got to do with cybersecurity, though? It has nothing to do with cybersecurity. <laughs> it's actually the furthest thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I work on cars. I rent on old BMWs, uh, particularly the E30 chassis, for those who know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the boxy-looking 3 Series from the 80s to the 90s. And um, yeah, I, we basically buy used, crashed ones, ones that have no love, lost uh-huh. title, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Ones that are not roadworthy anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a niche market, so they're not like crazy valuable or anything. Buy them for like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, well, most of them are too far gone. Dude, take them no. apart and sell the parts. And you have no idea. You, if you guys. You guys have to check out his Instagram because these cars do not look like they're worth five hundred dollars. <laughs> not like, at all. Yeah, he looks oh, no, so not cool, the ones that like major. Those are, the, those are the ones that we fix up. Yeah. Oh. Every once in a while, we'll, we'll you know take our talents uh. and uh, make something beautiful instead of tearing stuff apart. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. But yeah, actually, pl- plug your Instagram right My now. Instagram? If you're if you're listening, oh, yeah. get on your phone. You're probably on your phone right now. What's your Instagram? Get My on. My Instagram is mtech underscore nick, mm. and uh, I post projects that I've worked on for people and right lately I've been posting my own car mm-hmm. um, just the things I did with it over the years I took way too many pictures and I never 
put them anywhere. <laughs> I was like, might as well make my own Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, Smart. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful just, car, though. Beautiful car. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate it. It's very cool. And for people who don't know that much about cars, it's just really cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so let's... So you're you're in school for cybersecurity. I'm in school for cybersecurity. You work on cars. I work on cars. What's your mom and dad got to say about this? My parents. Because let's not forget, Nick. Nick is African. He's Kenyan. I'm, I, and and the parents, as we said in the in the first episode, you only have was it four paths? Yes, four paths. engineering, nursing, doctor, lawyer. Mm-hmm. Lawyer. So yeah, this falls not. This isn't even in any of those categories. What I'm studying is already an exception. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you could say I'm in that category of people who stress their parents out. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah. How are they taking it that you're like you'd rather be working on your cars right now rather than your? Um, they really think it should be more of a hobby mm-hmm. than me trying to make it a career. Yeah, in mm-hmm. any sense of the word. And like from their background, what they see in it, they really don't appreciate necessarily the craft of it uh-huh just because i mean we, growing up we had a family mechanic and he you know did great work on our cars but at the same time he wasn't the most paid person ever mm, it right. was just like they saw it as something as a lower job and in mm-hmm. kenya we call them fundies they're people who can like work on stuff work with their hands but they kind of like you also you know they don't get paid that much and stuff oh, mm. wow. and especially in third world countries they're trying to get more money you, you know like mm-hmm. they'll, they'll tell you they might tell you something's wrong or when it's or not. they'll come in clutch to help something, but it's not like they're the most highly regarded people in society. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's all already about looked respect. Down exactly. Yeah. yeah. So how how like how how are you? What are you trying to do after school? Like, are you trying to like full? T- would you rather full time be be into cars, or would you cy- mm-hmm. rather do cybersecurity? Like, what's your passion? That's a great question. I think I'm here to figure out. <laughs> Yay! Someone try to figure do. it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I I mean. Gosh, it, working on cars, I had kind of succumbed to that belief early on mm-hmm. when I was, uh, you know, my first year of college. My parents were like, yeah, actually, I was going to be a car designer. That was what I was I remember so that. I remember. I'm like, Nick's going to design cars. Oh, and whenever yeah. I'd see those, like, commercials where they have that person, like, molding the car out of, uh-huh. like, clay or whatever, like, totally shading it, me. I'm like, that's going to be Nick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so then when I found out that you were doing cybersecurity, yeah. I was just like, what happened? So what happened was I've always been passionate about cars mm. uh, from five on. Even before I was five, I just remember... I heard I heard stories from my parents. Like mm-hmm. I was fascinated with anything with wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my first accident when I was like three years old. Like, <laughs> like in a big wheel? Uh, kinda. It was like one of those push fire truck things. Okay. And, uh, the door was open one day at our old house, uh-huh. and I decided to push myself and take flight. Nice. And so I hit the little, you know, thing that makes the seal on the door, like the little yeah, bump yeah, right yeah. before you leave the house. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hit that, flew off my vehicle, Your vehicle. landed on my chin. It was ble- oh. bleeding profusely. Oh, I had to go get stitches. And you still have a scar? I do, but it's that under my beard. That's why you have a beard. <laughs> That's why I have a beard. <laughs> That's why you wrote out. It's been my whole life. Oh, oh man. wow. Yeah, that was my first. I had a had an accident when I was like three, and it's my own fault. And, you mm. know, I was the only party involved. That was the only party involved. <laughs> but, yeah. No one I, called insurance companies. Yeah. Like, it was it was me. So I've just always been obsessed with cars. I think when my brother was born, we were moving to an apartment, and the mm. first thing I grabbed was my toy car when I realized what was happening. I saw my parents moving everything to the car. I was uh-huh. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. I'm so ready. Like, watch, watch me move this car. Mm. Yes. So, first things first. Yeah, that's. I've just always been passionate, and then I, mm. 
Um, I used to watch all those TV shows about cars, like on Discovery Channel. Everyone yeah. else would be watching cartoons, and I'm like, when is Jesse James Monster Garage going to come on? He's oh, always wow. going like, you know, to work with his hands. He's always welding stuff, cutting stuff with a grinder, and like making cool custom cars. And so I always grew up with, like, I want to do something with cars. And mind you, the first time I picked up a pencil, probably the first thing I sketched was a car. And oh. I just never oh, stopped drawing cool. cars. My whole, do you have your first sketch? I probably don't. But I remember uh, when I was nine, I think, my aunt got me a sketchbook. And I have some really early drawings that are just, mm. you know, two-dimensional, look like a oh crazy cartoon. Oh, we got to post those on the grams. Yes. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I think it'd be so cool to have, out. like, a museum of yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, you Archive should definitely forever. frame those. I should <laughs> do something with them. Yes, yeah. please yeah. do. So, yeah, I, you know, I was on this path. Being African, we have to make everything sound a little bit more glossy. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, let me choose a career that's not auto mechanic, but with a little more prestige." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, if you design a whole car, like that's really high prestige." Right, yeah. sounds really, engineering. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. "I don't like math. I'm not. I don't want to be an engineer necessarily." <laughs> oh. but like, even uh, you know, you go to find out that engineers don't necessarily like just start engineering cool engine parts and stuff. It's, right. it's yeah. literally math, and sometimes you oh, might yeah. get lucky and get into a job like that, but mm-hmm. that's after a lot of schooling also. But mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I was like, well, car design. I've been sketching forever, and I was starting to get better in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. Started looking into art design schools. I remember that. And I actually, my senior year of high school, I took an intro auto design class uh-huh. that... Um, you know, it was optional to people entering the school, um, San Francisco Art Institute. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, uh, you know, it was, it was an online class. I was mm-hmm. still here at home and I'd like do my homework and then I'd do my car design homework. Mm. Yeah. And then I joined the art club and I showed off my art designs and people were like, oh, that's really cool. Which mm. grade did you get? I didn't, it wasn't really <laughs> graded. It was kind of just like Aww. an intro class where, you know, it's like to get your feet wet. So gotcha. Graded, but the teacher, okay, you know, that's like the African me. Uh-huh. You got an A. Asking yeah. about you get an A. <laughs> oh, man. A plus plus. I gave myself an A. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the teacher was really helpful and he was just, you know, he was almost overly critical because it was an intro class. So it was yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. As much dedication as you put in, he would help you. Mm. Wait, so did you take the initiative to sign up for that class? So what happened was the summer before I graduated, um, my dad and I went up looking at colleges and stuff, mm-hmm. mm. and I was heavy into art school. So we checked out two art schools. Mm-hmm. The other one was Academy of Art. Mm-hmm. Which Wait, he was going to let you go to an art school? He was, like, more on board with it, you know? He was kind of, like, wow. figuring out. He didn't really know that there was, like, a whole, like, you know, field for yeah. automotive oh. design, transportation mm-hmm. design. So we checked out the school, and I was like, wow, really cool. They have graphic design. They were trying to sell us on graphic design because that's people who make more, mo- more like, money off the bat. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, then my dad, like, heard from someone that, like, oh, our car designers don't really make a lot of money. He and heard he from started, someone. You know, <laughs> he's doing his homework and research. And oh. Yeah. But uh, he's like, yeah, they don't make a lot of money. And I was like, well, let's check out this school. It's a really famous school in yeah. Pasadena Art Center. And I went over there, and it was such a cool school. The person giving us a tour, I was just like, this place, this whole place is cool. Oh. But we heard the tuition, and we were like, ha. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and so that's when I discovered the San Francisco school, which was like a little bit cheaper. Mm. And... I was like, well, maybe I could do that. I'm sorry if I'm getting the, the names wrong. I haven't looked into art schools in forever. I, <laughs> I don't know if it's you're saying good. them wrong. I think the one is every, They didn't sponsor this podcast. They don't, they don't exactly. <laughs> Pay us to say your name yeah. right. I, I think the one in San Francisco's Academy of Art, and I think the one down, the one that's more like trade schools at Art Institute, or it could be flipped. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll say the name correctly in the description. But um, sure. 
yeah, basically I was set on going to school in San Francisco. Yeah. And then, you know, I took the class and my dad was like still trying to reason me with me like, hey, like, you know, you should pick a more lucrative career. And like, it took me a while to get over it. I was kind of just like, well, I really wanted to do art school. I told mm-hmm. him I was going to be, you know, a car designer. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually I kind of just, you know, I was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll go to Cal State. Mm. Yeah. Had no idea what I wanted to study. My mom was like, well, you like computers, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, maybe do, you know, do something with computers. And I was like, well, computer engineering sounds kind of cool. It's kind of engineering. Mm. Yeah. And I signed up. First day of class was coding. I had, didn't even know what coding <laughs> was. I was like, ones and zeros. What? Huh? Oh, wow. <laughs> like You're C++ with people who plus. are like teaching themselves coding. Literally, yeah. Like, we passionate about this stuff. And I'm yeah. here like, what is this? Like, mm. I did. I don't even understand. What, I thought we were like building computers or something. Yeah. Oh, like, my gosh. No, that was not what I was doing. So, wow. needless to say, I didn't do well in that class. Slash, I tried to learn. I still didn't know like the general concept. I never watched a YouTube video on what programming was. I just mm. had a German teacher who was Snap. like, you know, had wow. an accent. And was it's like you learned literally opened up the course schedule mm. and we're like picked coding <laughs> cybersecurity. i'm gonna do that so yep. cybersecurity came later actually oh okay so it's gotcha. kind of like almost a com um, i don't know it's it's constellation i guess like it's a little compromised that's like something i like oh, and okay. something that like my parents like mm. too so yes the compromise know. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i basically gave up the dream to be a car designer yeah and so i like had up all my car designing dreams i was like i'm not gonna i'm gonna just focus on school you know mm-hmm. but i wasn't i didn't really have a job i was not feeling my major i just wasn't doing good my first couple years in college i was mm. just you know gotcha yeah just Ooh, there but i was always yeah. working on my car years. slowly yeah i kind of want to ask you yeah. about how you had just mentioned that you had already told all these people that you were going to be mm-hmm. a car designer so if you can kind of just so what happened there like just all the emotions around that yeah it was so the main three things was just like i was either going to go to art school or i was going to go to this adventist school Mm -hmm. up north and my parents just liked the sound of that slash for me it was like kind of exciting because i I still get to leave the house yeah Yeah. and then the third thing was go to cal state which i was the of all the options is the one i was feeling the least Mm mm-hmm I got accepted into the school up north, is you know private yeah. school, and I got accepted. My dad's alma mater, La Sierra, like mm-hmm. invited me to go there, oh, and I was wow. like, "Well, I really don't want to go there." Too close. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know anyone that was going there. So I was just like, you know, I'd rather not. Oh. So, yeah, it was kind of. It was always like, after I took the art classes, like it ended in maybe December ish, mm-hmm. and I was graduating that spring. Yeah, and after we decided art school was too expensive slash I shouldn't do it mm-hmm. I kind of just you know was in this jumble of like well where am I gonna go like where is it gonna fall like mm-hmm. I have to go to college you know the pressure was on like I yes. have to go to college I totally get the pressure and yeah. by the end of it I was like I really just want to go to community college so I can like at least figure out if I'm gonna you know my all my That's smart. seeds were in the basket of like I'm gonna all my eggs were in the basket of like I'm gonna go to art school so yeah. I had no passion besides that mm-hmm. I was like very much invested in drawing all the time yeah. yeah so i was just like well whatever happens happens and whatever i'm not mad about it or try not to be you know mm-hmm. right and after all my parents were paying for everything so mm. i was trying to reason to go to community college i think i went to try and add a class one day and then i finally got the letter from Cassie like yeah you've been accepted because i applied super late oh and they were <laughs> like you can pick classes on such and such a day i missed 
you know, the whole onboarding yeah, yeah. orientation. I missed all of that. But, you know, I was just in the school now, and I was just like, well, okay, this is college, but I don't really have a passion here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how the college thing went. I told all these people what was happening, but then they kind of knew that, like, there mm-hmm. were some African people I told were more relieved that I wasn't going to art of school. Of course just like, they oh, are. Okay. so <laughs> annoying. They've like, been praying what? for it. <laughs> Low key. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. That part really is annoying because you go in and you have to sound so mm-hmm, passionate mm-hmm. about the what dream you, that you yeah. have and what you want. And then all of a sudden you talk to auntie so-and-so or uncle so-and-so that you've changed your mind. And mm-hmm. they, like you said, they're like relieved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, like, oh, you've come to your senses. Yeah. And oh, you're like, so this whole time you were exactly. Exactly. I think that part's really frustrating, like not yeah. even to be sidetracking or going off on a tangent. Yeah. But I think that's really interesting. Just that moment when you realize that mm. you're not going to be going after what you wanted mm-hmm. and you've kind of like succumbed to the pressure, mm-hmm. yeah. which is really annoying. Because, like, I mean, I know remember I had said I'd wanted to be a doctor mm-hmm. and then I decided I'm not going to be a doctor anymore. But luckily, I was able to make a new decision really quickly. Yeah. But people were still like discouraged and ups- not upset, but they're like, you've been saying you want to be a doctor since you're eight years oh, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't remember what I was thinking when I was eight years old. <laughs> so it's too bad you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it definitely is it's saddening a little bit, yeah, a bit. but you know, there's always going to be disappointments in life exactly. and stuff and they still only wish you the best. But at the same time, you're yeah. like, just you know, they be love honest you. with mm-hmm. me, but support me right, yeah. right. at the same time. Yeah. So it's, it's, it was, yeah, basically everything you said, it's kind of just, well, it sucks, but my parents, what can you do at that right. age? You were what, exactly. 18? Yeah. And that's you, the worst part. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Just wait for it. But <laughs> I think because we're so young and also we had just, we had been talking earlier. We're all the oldest in our families. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you talk about that and not knowing what to do, you're the first one going to school. Yeah. Your parents are super in, anxious about it. They're like, yeah. you exactly. have to like, make us proud. They don't like, know what are you doing? Exactly. All my friends from school didn't understand why I wasn't going. All my friends from high school didn't mm-hmm. understand why I didn't go to some like big university out yeah. of state. But in my head, I was living in some dreamland. Like my parents had a bank account for me to just spend to pay for tuition. Yeah. So they're like, why weren't you applying for grants? Why weren't you paying for applying for scholarships mm-hmm. like you see people who like work three different jobs yeah. just mm-hmm. to go to school mm-hmm. and in our heads we came to the states thinking our That's only job is to go is to, to school, go to school. Yeah. Yeah. there's no other option like exactly <laughs> so guaranteed exactly so i'm thinking i mean i know you would have been like a starving student starving artist but then do you ever in the back of your head be like what if i put my foot down and struggled Ooh. anyway and struggled through yeah. art school i thought about that because i was just like well you know they've instilled in me this whole drive mm-hmm. of like you're gonna be the best at whatever you do mm-hmm. and especially like everything i had done in school prior i never had the best grades but you know i passed decent yeah. and like everything i just wasn't passionate about so when it came to cars i was like there's no way that i'm not gonna like succeed to the fullest potential mm-hmm. in this dream of mine so in that regard, I was kind of a little bit like, man, what if I just said I'm going to do it? Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, took all these loans and stuff Ooh. and yep. just did it anyway <laughs> and sacrificed and like, you know, lived out my dreams. But I, the thing is, I also didn't personally know anyone that was a car designer. I didn't mm-hmm. like, yeah. re- besides my teacher, and he didn't really like exude like, I don't know, 
wealth in a way. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, he well. like a normal guy. Like, and I was just like, well, um, shoot, maybe it's not as like glorious as I was thinking, but still yeah. it's something I'm passionate about. Like, right. And I was like, well, you, you hear about famous designers mm. and I don't know. Like, they made it somehow. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Aren't they, aren't cars named after them? Some people like really. Ferrari. Oh, I'm right. Yay! <laughs> I mean, Ferrari built his whole company, but Enzo oh. Ferrari, like, okay, the cool. Whole car is named after him, so like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So you're going through this journey of like trying to do something that you're more passionate about, but your parents are like, so, we don't know. So like, yeah, it's kind of it's interesting because I had by the third year of college, I had kind of checked out from mm. this whole like chasing the car life. I was like, well you know what, I'm going to pick whatever career, pick something I like, hopefully, mm-hmm. but like invest a lot of my money into doing things that make me happy, which is cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, consolation is I'm just going to build the best cars for okay. my own garage. I'm going to have like, you yeah. know, my, I was like dreaming up my dream life. And I was like, well, I can do that if I'm financially set. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, my parents think I'll drive a nice car, but like they don't know how overboard I might go with this, but I don't yeah. care. Like, if I'm yes. going to make them happy with my degree, then like I'm going to mm-hmm. you know, spend the money I want. Right. And so I, for a while, that kind of started driving me, especially I think my third year of college, I discovered the cybersecurity mm-hmm. career path. Mm-hmm. And I was just in a lecture one day, and they were like, oh, we have this new major. Because I was in, a, in the business school. Mm-hmm. I changed my major to um, business economics. Okay. And so for business, you have to take like an intro computer class. Mm-hmm. And so it was in the school of business, um, Jack, Jack Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like listening to their pitch and I was like, oh, it sounds kind of cool. And I took one of the classes, did really well. And they're like, you should think about this program. It was like, you know, those, that Excel class where you have to learn how Excel and like PowerPoint, but like through the, yeah, got an A. Cool. And they're like you should consider this because the learning style is kind of similar to that Mm. course. And I was like, okay. So I took the 309, I took the 272 class, which is like building computers. Mm -hmm. And I did good in that class. And they're like, hmm, maybe I should change my major. Mm. So changed my major to cybersecurity. And I was like, I started looking up careers in cybersecurity and like they make a lot of money. I was like, it's pretty good. You know, that's close to the, that's the six figure salary that my parents wanted. So, Hey, might as well. This is my, you know, avenue to like, it's something I kind of like to freedom. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to take this path Uh and I'm going to ride it and I'm going to pimp it out when I'm done. I'm ready. And so I completely checked out of car stuff. I was working a job at the mall. Mm -hmm. You know, I was at cotton on, Gained a lot of people skills because I was a very shy person. And discounts too. Discounts. And discounts. I got so yeah, many he discounts. Could, he, yeah, <laughs> he was go. fitted. That yes. 50% <laughs> off, man. My whole wardrobe is still like half cotton on. <laughs> oh. But um, yeah. Um, I was just working at the mall. Hmm. Was not concerned with cars besides my own personal car, which I would kind of work on here and there. Yeah. And then slowly car stuff popped up. It was like... What do you mean popped up? I was... Very oh, sorry, I missed a step. Oh, somewhere in my third year of college, one summer, uh, maybe even the summer before that, my friend, I would buy parts for my BMW from this one friend. He parted them out at the back of his parents' house, he'd buy them and then you know, part them out. I was like, cool. Um, he's like, hey, would you want to work for me like a little bit? And I was like, sure, what do I have to do? He's like, just pull some parts off. I'm like, yeah, that's easy, and Mm -hmm. like, I'll learn how to work on my own car. Like, duh, so he'd pay me a little bit, and that was like the first technical job I guess I had mm-hmm. but it was like you know just like here's some cash and 
pull some cars apart and mm. boom that was it working yeah. in the sun but like hey it was fun for me that's good and i was like cool i'm gonna i get that out of my system and eventually he stopped doing that from his parents house okay mm. so that was like my little brief stint with him for like maybe a summer maybe a year a little bit um and then he hit me up again he's like hey i'm opening up a shop in highland maybe you'd want to work for me i'm like oh, i don't know man i'm kind of checked out of the car stuff uh-huh and so that kind of died down for a little bit and then my other friend hit me up he's like hey I know you work all the way in Ontario. It's like 30 <laughs> miles from my house. Yeah. He's like, do you want a job here? We need a driver. And I'm like, where at? He's like, at O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm like, I don't want to work with car stuff because it makes my parents antsy. They know oh. that I love cars. They're, oh, know, my God. They're, gonna, like, they're like, like, oh, you, you have have on me. Oh, my gosh. It's like the girl from across the tracks. Yeah. It's all bad news. Yeah. So I'm like, they're That's not going to like this job. But then he's like, dude, it's down the street from the house. Um, the hours are flexible, but you'll get a lot more than what you have right now because oh. I caught on the hours were abysmal. I had like three, two or three jobs at a time because I'd work at I remember and I'd that. work at watch station because I couldn't get enough hours between just one wow. job. So I was like, you know, I'll think about it and then I just put in the app. Mm-hmm. She liked me so much she hired me like before my friend could even refer me. My oh. friend's like, hey, my friend's applying to this job and my boss is like, well, uh, he better apply quick because I'm interviewing someone that's very promising and it was oh. like actually my <laughs> submission so I was like <laughs> the job's mine Yeah, I got it so easily and I was just like well I wonder what this means is this a sign or something I don't know oh. yeah. took the job did it for like two years and you know I was, I was in that job when my friend invited me officially he's like we got the shop space I just I need you to you know to work for me I'm like man I don't know it's like too involved you know my parents they're not gonna like it mm-hmm. he's like just come check it out so checked it out discuss some terms and I was like hmm mm. this is quite lucrative over what I'm making here oh. and it's more flexible because mm-hmm. uh, the coursework was starting to get a little heavier mm-hmm. towards you know later end so told my parents I was like hey how they feel I'm gonna be working at a shop it's kind of what I did before it's more flexible with school hours and that kind of worked to finesse the situation oh yeah that's always so, the finesse mm. yeah. always and you know they voice their objections mm-hmm. and then i kind of made this promise that i slightly backed out on i said it'll only be for until i graduate because you know i did that with moving out of the house yeah i was like it's only a six month lease a so don't worry about it i'm just gonna test the waters exactly. see what it's like yeah. gone for two years <laughs> my main selling point was like it'll get it completely out of my system i'm working mm. with auto parts now I'm kind of good at what I do. My friend, you know, needs me. He need like yeah, uh, which wasn't like all false. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, maybe we'll interview him. I don't know. Not but um, <laughs> he's like, come do this big time with me, and you'll get paid. Mm. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna get it out of my system. Then I'll, you know, I'll never get the chance to work at a shop again. Mm-hmm. And my friend's like, okay, if you're sure it'll work out, and it's just for a season. And I was like, yes. And they're like, okay do it you have our blessing so wow. i started working at the shop nice. and you know slowly started doing projects i'm like this is really cool i never found I, never, <laughs> oh. like, I think one day i was just looking at the sunset because we get the sunset at the shop every day just perfectly to oh the my side gosh of it. And i was just like mm. how did i end up here like i never i d- completely dismissed even working on in the card industry mm-hmm. yeah after my dreams to be a car designer kind of like fell off yeah and so you're kind of falling into your dream job right now so exactly. kind of falling into it i don't get paid a ton it's like yeah. you know he was starting up it's just me and him literally but uh it was like i got the hands-on experience we built a few cool cars and mm. it was just like man this is like kind of the dream that i wanted right and it's like it's 
the potential is just going higher yeah. within That's the amazing. career. So it's just like, yeah, I guess that right now I'm at a, kind of a yeah. crossroads because it's like I'm about to graduate. Yeah. And also this job might go further mm. than right. just being, you know, the tech. Okay, yeah, part. because right now you'd be in a space where you need to like be networking and I guess doing internships right, in cybersecurity, yeah. but that's not going to fit with the time that you need to like build this company. Mm. Right. And it's actually a unique time in the company, so we'll see. There might be some mergers happening soon, but I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about it. Yeah, totally. I I get that aspect of it. But But I was even laughing before because the way you sold it to your parents just seems so funny to me. And almost like as you're telling us the story, we're both looking at you like... You're we, really gonna say you're trying to get it out of your system? <laughs> like it's like a I drug or something. Yeah. It just sounds so ridiculous. What a like, <laughs> does he believe what he's telling his parents <laughs> right now? Because there's no way you're gonna go someplace that you love and, and just, expect for it to get out of your system. Yeah, mm. it just it, you know, I got better at it, and suddenly I knew way more about cars than I should. I we we always talk about it. Me and my boss were just like. Yo, I have a really specific set of skills. Like, I can yeah. work on 1984 through 1991 BMW 325s. Like, oh. <laughs> like, that's such a skill that nobody really has. But, like, if you look on, I don't know, Instagram, social media, type in the hashtag E30, there's probably over like a million posts. Mm. Wow. Like, people are really getting into it. They're relatively cheap to get into. And then, yeah. like, the potential for modability is just like out the, out the roof. Like, you can do anything mm. to them. So people are really loving that platform for mm-hmm. their first cars, second yeah. cars, collector cars. The M3s went up in value. So now those are like pedestal cars. And we kind of started getting into vintage BMWs, like the green one I had, yeah. the mm-hmm. 2002s. And so it's just, you meet the right people and you get connected. And right. all of a sudden, like, there's endless possibilities. That mm. is so true. Because that even leads me into how important it was for you to have these certain friends yeah. in your life. Because, I mean, you, you were t- talking about the adversity, the people who weren't very supportive. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking about how great it is to have these certain people in your life. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say, of course, you're gracious, I'm assuming. And you want to make sure that you have people in your life. And that's even people who are listening. And yeah. all of us make sure that we have mm-hmm. either creative people in our life or me, sometimes more business minded people, but just mm-hmm. people that you you respect that you appreciate the work that they're doing and you kind of want to emulate and go mm-hmm. even further. Mm-hmm. But I think that's really cool that you made sure that these people stuck around, even though they were doing things that you were telling your parents you wanted nothing to do oh, with. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of like I got coaxed into it, but it was like in such a strategic way because it's yeah. almost like the way I look at my jobs and how they lined up. Mm-hmm. Like the first job I had, I was just like, I just want money. But like I gained crucial skills in like, uh, public speaking like mm-hmm. I was the most shy person but now I could introduce myself to anybody and it was actually fun now that's awesome and then working at O'Reilly I learned part systems I learned how to like you know manipulate a computer learn like the name of any possible part basically yeah. for mm-hmm. the most part like people come in for random parts and you have to learn how to find it and then working for my friend I had technical skills just like hands-on mm-hmm. and it's just like I gained so much more outside of the classroom mm. in regards to a specific field yeah. right. than like I did in school kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm well, learning yeah. a lot of technical yeah. stuff, but it's like textbook, you know. It's kind of like you're, read this in a book. <laughs> you're doing like two majors right now. Almost. It yeah. feels oh, yeah. like it. Like like I've been doing a really long car internship or something. Uh, how how tough did you find it to like to to satisfy your parents over here and then follow your dreams over there? How how was that? I think I had to be really crafty, as Nella noted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, like, 
you know, it, it almost wasn't a dream. Because mm. I was just like, well, how far will this go? Even yeah. when I first got, like, when I first started working with my friend, mm-hmm. it was like, hmm, I wonder where this could go. Slash, we built it kind of from ground up. Yeah. Like, if you walk into the shop right now, you'd be like, whoa, there's racks of parts in this huge yeah. warehouse. Where did this come from? And I just remember this hot summer days when we were, like, lugging parts from the other side of the shop because, like, we need to expand because, like, we started doing a slightly larger scale mm-hmm. and then we started, like, needing to sell more parts because, like, the demand was just greater. Mm-hmm. We were selling more and he was like, we need to turn cars over faster. And so, you know, immediately we scaled up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were renting one building, we had to rent two and mm-hmm. a lot next to it. And all of a sudden, it, like, you just Ooh. turned into this thing. Wow. So, yeah, um... It, it was just cool watching it scale up and that's when I started uh, developing more ideas of like wow this is kind of a dream you know mm-hmm. yeah like I'm really falling in love with these cars and like this could go further and like I said you meet the right people in the industry and they make you believe that even more mm. right <laughs> so. exactly Ooh. so what do, we're I'm gonna ask you the tough question Ooh. Ooh. I'm ready. What's what's gonna happen at the end are you gonna choose the cars or cybersecurity what's, what's up gonna <laughs> <laughs> Because you're close to graduation, right? I'm close to graduation. Yeah. I have less than five classes left. I just Mm -hmm. have to, yeah, I'm going to start summer school August 1st. Mm -hmm. And then I have a couple classes in the fall. Mm -hmm. And then I'm done. Are you thinking, like, which way you're heading or, like, what, what, what type of plan you're trying to go for with all this? I'm kind of hopeful. It's, like, an ideal situation, I guess. Yeah. Because... Um, under the new developments that are happening at the shop I could be more lax with my time there mm-hmm. where I would have more time to like do stuff in cyber so mm-hmm. currently I'm trying to look up internships yeah. slash jobs entry level like you know IT jobs so that mm-hmm. I can get my feet wet and have experience ready to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, something I could add to my resume right like you know actual real stuff I can add to my resume mm-hmm. and so at the same time, what's happening at the shop would only be for a period of time, and then they would probably need me even more, maybe okay. in about a year's time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I'm kind of yeah. It's kind of like I'm treating it as an opportunity to develop the skills that I did spend money on in school. Yeah. yeah. And like you know, <laughs> add it to my resume and yes. like carry forward with that, and then we'll see what happens I guess in a year's time I, mm. I couldn't really say that I would choose it necessarily now not that I don't want to but more because of the options not really there mm. okay so it almost seems like it works out it perfectly almost like I was you know like, so you don't whoa. feel like you have to pick one over the other one right, and even once it is time to take and pick delayed. the shop yeah. mm-hmm. it's like you've already went and done what you went to school to do mm-hmm. and hopefully mm-hmm. if you're growing this shop you can I'm not quite I don't know anything really about <laughs> cybersecurity, but I'd like to think that maybe you can like build their mm. IT infrastructure maybe. stuff oh, I don't that's know that's the thing so I really want to get my feet wet because I realized like I didn't really have that same passion for the shop until we started doing like real stuff and like mm. doing bigger things in the field like expanding when we first did yeah and then meeting certain people it was like i never saw the full potential so kind of with that uh in cybersecurity, i don't necessarily see the full potential yet because i'm like i don't know what skills i have and don't have Mm -hmm. compared to like a working professional so i'm like i really want to get in there and you know (laughs) maybe maybe my dream will switch up maybe i'll prefer cybersecurity. who knows i Mm. don't know 
and that's kind of a trip but <laughs> it's an adventure yes. i'm having fun you know just posting about what i do at the shop because it, it is what i'm passionate about it's like yeah. i meet all these cool people i'm just totally open to having conversations about cars any time of the day 24 7 <laughs> hit me up so awesome. at least you know what you're like you're doing it right now while you have the time to because like yeah. imagine if you were like oh, i wish i would have you know, exactly. I tried out the car stuff after you graduate, and you're like in deep with your cybersecurity. Like mm-hmm. right. doing an eight to five, it's hard to have like a, exactly. a thing afterwards. You know. Yeah, and that's what I'm really grateful for now. Because I look back, I'm like, I, okay, mm. I spent what maybe two years at the shop. Like, I could sufficiently say like I tried it. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if it never went further than this, but if it does go further, I kind of want to be on board for that. So yeah. it's kind of still fifty fifty. It's just I have a delayed time to think about what I want to choose so it's not necessarily mm-hmm. now but it might be right. sometime in the future yeah I think a lot of people need to take that into mind like while you're still young or you're transitioning from yeah. school into mm-hmm. working full time to really take advantage of all that time because I mean mm-hmm. you never get the time back so it's really right. awesome that you're in this place in your career where you're going to be able to take advantage of this so I'm mm-hmm. really excited for you thanks mm-hmm. it's really fun yeah it's the end I believe so. I mean, we've wished him well, yeah. and he's pretty much I, got I, it all together. <laughs> I feel like we just sent you off on a trip right now. Oh. I know, right? Bon voyage. Yes. Oriti. Oriti. That's some Lua for you guys. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Do you have any like advice yeah. or like something that you've learned through this so far in your adventure? In my adventure? Well... I'd say don't be afraid to take opportunities, especially if it's doable. Because mm-hmm. uh, what I'm doing at the shop, it's like it provides me some income that mm-hmm. I'm spending money. The flexible hours are great for mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. I can still go to school. I'm, you know, I'm not totally dumping that. Right. Yeah. So I would say just take advantage of opportunities you can when you're young, because. Yeah. I mean, they might not be there in the future, and right. you never know what you're going to be missing out on. Like, if some, if I was looking at someone else's life, if one of my, other, I made so many BMW friends, if one of those guys took that position that I took, yeah, I might be looking at them jealous. I would be the one that's like, and some of my friends did, you know, get other jobs, and they can't necessarily have as much time to work on cars anymore. And they're like, mm. man, I really wish we could like live your life. And I'm oh. like, oh man, it's crazy to be like envied in the slight way, you know. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Specific way. So mm-hmm. um, I'd say take advantage of opportunities that come to your door. Mm-hmm. I'd say talk to people. Mm-hmm. Actually, even in the whole um, internship thing, I'm talking to people that I know um, from church connections. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, that network is heavy. Like, you would never believe how many people can be like, hey, I can help you with this. Or let me look at your resume for you. Let me tell you how things are done in the industry. You can shadow people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in that true. sense. Um, that's really worked out. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Most people love to talk about what they do. Oh, that's yeah. something that people don't realize. Like, even if they seem a little bit snobby about having that position, ask them a little bit about what they do and watch them show off. Uh. Watch them, like, tell you how to do <laughs> it. Watch them like, slowly it'll come out. <laughs> so uh. I tr- like, trust me. It's, it's, you just got to talk to people. So I'd say um, one of the greatest skills I learned was when I had my first job, is mm. opening up to people. I used to get in trouble for not greeting people who walked through the door. <laughs> and I was like, why would I want to greet every person? They might not like me. And it, was, it wasn't about what if they like you, you know? Yeah. It was about doing your job, but like being friendly. Mm-hmm. And it opens up so many conversations. Mm. So many. Awesome, I like that, thank you. No problem. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, this is another episode of the No Collar Podcast, and you've heard the story of Nick. 
And yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so join us next time on No Color Podcast. And you can actually follow us now on yes, Instagram. Yes, you can. We have media. those now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those things. Yes. We got Instagram at No Color Podcast. We got Twitter at No Color Podcast. Mm-hmm. And in 30 minutes, we'll have Facebook at No Color Podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and YouTube. And YouTube as and well. YouTube. Yes. Oh, Find us. Right. And then you can follow us individually and kind of us on our adventures. So mm-hmm. I'm at Professionella underscore so two s's one n so at professionella underscore for instagram and i'm mtech underscore nick as i said before um you'll see all my car builds and adventures and all the cool stuff we do at the shop and yeah yeah, yeah i'm at uh trevor k photography if you want to look at some pictures or whatever. some fly pictures. <laughs> hire yeah. this man let him shoot your wedding so, let him shoot i'm your like i need to be doing your thing for you you're like mumble mumble, mumble. <laughs> don't let this man fool you check yeah. out his page he's nice oh uh, thank you but yeah uh go ahead and follow us and uh yeah maybe we might follow you a dm us uh comment on the picture or something let's communicate and yeah. we'll see you guys next time bye bye later <laughs>